Man, what's up, what's happening? You already know who it is and what it is. It's your boy, Nephew Q, and if this is your first time tuning in, this is Beyond the Game, everybody's favorite sports show to talk to tune into on Monday evenings, where we give it to you real raw, uncut, uh, un- uh, well, authentic, and as real as we could possibly be. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guy over here. He got Who Day bandwagon. <laughs> so we got my dude, Hot Dog, a.k.a. The Hood Love Me. Go introduce yourself one time for the one time, my guy. You know what it is, man. It's Monday. It's beyond the game. We are not scripted. We say what we say. We mean we, we, we mean. And I am part of the Who Day bandwagon nation. I am proud of it. I'm pretty sure I'm the only guy that's picked the Bengals the first two weeks to, to get here. Oh, Let's man. get it. Uh, so, so you jumped, you jumped on the bandwagon, hot dog, for just for now till till the end of the season. To the end of the season, man, ain't ain't nothing wrong with that. Adam Kent, I don't know if you're watching. Oh, he will be. He's he's coming. Uh, what, what's his? What's the other? Uh, Willie Mays. I don't know if you're watching. Uh, Vance Wade. I don't know if you're watching right you now. You know they're right? all gonna be watching. I still ain't picking the Bengals. But anyways, let's get right on into the proceedings of tonight's show. And let's talk about the crazy, wild NFL weekend. Some are claiming that it's probably the greatest playoff weekend the NFL has ever had. It was four walk-off game-winning, three game-winning field goals, one game-winning touchdown. So it was a crazy weekend all around. So with that being said, let me ask you this question real quick. Hot dog. What was the most exciting divisional round game for you? Uh, gotta go. I gotta say the Bills and the Chiefs. The game was close the whole game. There, it, it was really never far apart. Honestly, it seemed like it was always one touchdown, then one touchdown, one touchdown, then one touchdown. But that final, I think it was minute fifty-four. Man, that was insane. That was awesome. The the NFL future is bright with the two young studs in AFC, Pat Mahomes. And Josh Allen, let's not forget about that guy over in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. we got to give it up to him. A lot of Bengals fans didn't really think they should take him number one overall last year. Man, it's a who day nation, man. Who day nation. Uh, it's Adam Kent chimes in. Who day, who day, who day ain't winning the Super Bowl. That's who they uh, are. But it's, but it's, they made it farther than y'all. They they did. Hey, I can't. I can't say nothing. They, they made it farther than us. They made it farther than us. They still alive, fighting, uh, scratching and crawling on their way to the AFC championship game. So hats off to the Cincinnati Bengals and they fans, because I know it's been a super and from shout out Bay- to the Cincinnati Bengals for winning their first road man, playoff man, game that's, ever. That's what I was getting ready to say as the Tampa Bay Bucks fan, I know what it feels like to make the playoffs and then finally go on a nice little deep run. So nice. I it. but um I wish I knew what that was like. <laughs> Adam Kidd, who they still playing, huh? Say I like that. I I see. I keep trying to spare these. People. All right, man. Let's yeah. Let's just let them talk, man. Let man, them talk. Y- y'all got one more week of practice than we did. But anyways, uh, for, for me, the most exciting divisional round game. I know people gonna call me a homer, but I don't care. For me, it was the Rams Bucks game because it went for for me personally. It went from what the f is this to oh my god, we got a shot to win this thing. It's it's like the didn't the Rams have four fumbles? Yes. Yes. Like, that's not four interceptions. Four fumbles. Four fumbles. Which is unheard of. Like, that's yes, just. very unheard of. It, it it was almost like it was divine intervention, like, happening. Like, they really, like, this is really about to happen. Like, and they kept yeah. running the ball right at Sue and Jean-Pierre Paul. And, and, and um, uh, who was it? It was Sue, uh, uh, Devin White, Levante David, which yep. he had a birthday yesterday. I hate the fact that he had to lose on his birthday. but Yeah, that's sad, man. But. For me personally, the most exciting game 
was that divisional round game. And Ike is tuned in. I, I was telling Hot Dog before the show started that me and you was texting throughout the game. And when we had when we scored the last touchdown to make it 26-27, you FaceTimed me and I didn't answer the phone call. And it's because I didn't want to jinx nothing. I, I didn't want to move. I didn't I, like the, the spot that I was in throughout the whole comeback is the spot that I stayed in. I didn't get up to go pee. I didn't change the, I didn't do nothing. So like my man, I wasn't ignoring you, bro. I just wasn't trying to jinx us. But Q, to I'm going to I'm going to say something real quick about your team. I'm very glad y'all lost because now I don't have to hear Ike talk no more about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's like Chris Jones. He makes me hate the 49ers, and he makes me hate y'all. You you got to remember, I, I used to cheer for the Bucs every week. You did. You I liked when they had Jameis, and now I hope they lose every week. I was going to say you was a big Jameis fan uh, when he was playing for the Bucs. And, and then we got Tom Brady, and you was like, the hell with y'all. I'm about to talk about y'all. Y'all, y'all done abandoned my guy. We done abandoned your guy. But, yeah, for me, it was the most exciting game was the Bucks game because we came back from 27 to 3. Basically, in one quarter, everything had to break right. Everything did break right. Well, it but didn't necessarily all break right. There's a couple of fourth down conversions that didn't go the Bucks' way. No, but what I mean is that as far as, like, the fumble. Getting the ball back. and Yeah, three and outs. Like, that Mike Evans touchdown right there really made me start thinking, okay, this could happen. I mean, you know, he burnt the Jalen Ramsey, which is, you know. Unheard of. Well, actually, he had eight catches for 115 yards, I think, on Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, but one of them was for 76 yards. So, I mean, he was giving Jalen Ramsey the – Jalen is still the best corner in the league. Like, don't get it twisted. But last night he was getting it handed to him by by Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans had a point to prove because sometimes he disappears against top corners. Well, I, I think I think to to piggyback off of that before we go to the next topic, I think Mike Evans had a lot to prove just because people think he's not that guy. Like he's okay, but he's not that guy. Nah, he's that guy. And I think yesterday he had to remind people, like, don't get it twisted. Just because I had to take a back seat last year and this year for for the betterment of the team, don't act like I still can't do this. And right. I think he went out and proved it yesterday. I like so it. I've always been a Mike Evans guy. I like Mike. You Evans. did because didn't you go? Uh, did you, don't you have a Mike Evans jersey? I have somewhere? a Mike Evans jersey. You'll never see it, and neither will Ike, but I do have a Mike Evans jersey. <laughs> we ain't going to never see it, uh, man. But anyways, moving on to the next topic. We got our conference championship coming up. We got AFC and NFC, which, you know, Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will face off against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. And then on the other side, we have the San Francisco Jimmy Guwops versus the Matthew Stafford Rams. Are you so telling me that are you telling me the Packers lost? No at the home pa- the Packers the first didn't lose round against Aaron Rodgers lost. On the frozen tundra, the the right. biggest home field advantage mm-hmm. you could think of. Mm-mm. We we're not gonna say the Packers because when the Packers win, who the it's people Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. So when the Packers lose, Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers lost Aaron Rodgers lost over the weekend, so it wasn't the Green Bay Packers. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Oh, man, so who they bandwagoner? Give me your conference championship picks. Well, first, let's start with the Kansas. Oh, yeah, does one game now. We're in the championship now. I was thinking two apiece. It's only one. Um, You know, I'm going to ride with them, man. I think Cincinnati gets it done on the road. I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase get it done. I just and Honey Badger got hurt yesterday. We don't know what the Honey Badger situation is going to be, so that'll be down a significant secondary mm-hmm. player. I take it back; they're their best secondary player 
If Joe Burrow can just get a little bit of time, get that ball to Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase going to cook. Let me get the Bengals 34-28. Ooh, 34-28. I, I thought Belichick was on the Buck sideline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Adam Key said hot dog is, is a man of the people. And then uh, Ike said, uh, nope, I'm picking the Bengals. Well, Ike oh, is never picking mind. the Bengals. The Bengals are losing. The Bengals are losing. Wow. Adam Ken, I think he just jinxed y'all. But before he did. we oh, absolutely on, did. Uh, we got my guy, the Rambassador, in the building. We got Big Brew, Daniel Smith, Mello in the, in the building. Mello, what's happening with you, big dog? Nothing, man. You know, still celebrating. I apologize man, to you, man. I'm about to, I'm about to mute you. We're not going to do this today. We're not, we're, not, we're not going to do this today. But uh, get you up to speed real quick, man. The only topic we really went over, what was the most exciting game for you over the weekend? Had to be a had to be. I gotta go with the Chiefs. I would say our game, but our game was only interesting in the fourth quarter. Uh, I gotta go with my guy Josh Allen, Mahomes. I'm I'm been saying this all day since last night. I'm so disappointed in Leslie Frazier's defensive play calling. The we, one we'll time all year, Leslie Frazier's been on it all year. Him yesterday, man. I don't know what was going on. Hold on, hold on. He said the Lamars don't like Melo. <laughs> That's why they've been home for the last two months. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ike said, Ike said, Daniel's lucky he is in their arm's reach. <laughs> but you know what, Dan? I ain't even mad at you. It's like I said on, on the show two weeks ago. It said, damn Charles who gets on my nerves. Him and Chris Jones get on my nerves the absolute most. And yesterday was example as to why Charles gets on my damn nerves. But anyway. See, see the Bengals, Bengals, Packers, Bengals 49ers game. I'm sorry, 49ers Packers game. We were all going to lose because we still had to hear from one of them. Yeah. So we still lose. I, I can tolerate Chris Jones. I can tune him out. That damn Charles gets on my damn nerves. But it, but anyways. <laughs> week so uh uh hot who'd you say you had in the nfc coming out coming out uh nfc oh well we were talking about the afc oh my bad my bad you, and you said you had the Bengals coming out 34 28 okay brew afc who you got coming out of the conference championship i gotta be realistic i i've been riding with the Bengals. i, I think it's good for the city in northern and central kentucky because that's usually who they root for I like to see them go to the Super Bowl, even though I do think if the Rams make it, they would probably blow Cincinnati out because their defense isn't the greatest. But uh, unless the Honey Badger's out, I don't know, man. That's tough. It's, it's hard. That's, to that's what I said, Daniel. If the Honey Badger's out, I feel confident the Bengals can get it done. But the Honey Badger's in there at least helping over the top, it's going to be a lot tougher. Well, Daniel, this is for you. The, the Chiefs are seven-point favorites right now. Seven points? That's a lot of points, uh, but I can see why. Because the Bengals, the one thing I wasn't confident in last week, I had them winning the game, but I wasn't sure. The Bengals settle for too many damn field goals. Correct. You can't kick four field goals and score one touchdown and beat the Chiefs. Now, I know people are going to say, well, they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, it was in Cincinnati. They got bailed out by some calls. Really, Cincinnati lost that game. They went forward on fourth and goal, didn't complete it. They called a penalty that saved them. That's not gonna happen in Kansas City. So. But man, they played. They hung with them. I'm not taking the Bing, the Bengals gave up nine sacks. Joe Burrow's got to get rid of the ball. That's he's got to get rid of the ball. But 
But, man, honestly, a lot of those sacks he didn't have enough time because, like, as soon as he hiked the ball, there's Danico Autry and all these other guys in his face, Harold Landry. Yeah, three of them. The Bengals offensive line's rough. Three of those sacks he couldn't do anything about. But at least five of them he could have did to Aaron Rodgers and just threw it in the stands. Man, why is Daniel got a U.K. shirt on? That's it. That's Duke. Oh, we could, I couldn't see the D and the E, man. My bad. There you yeah. go. That's the championship shirt, man. Ah. Um, uh, for me on this one, I hate it's, it. The whole damn conference championship is just a lesser of two evils for me, man. I hate all four teams. But anyways, because I'm tired of the Bengals fans. They act like they've been here for 20 years. And I'm then, I'm tired of Pat Mahomes just because of Charles. So I don't want Charles. I don't want Pat Mahomes to win. I don't want the Bengals to win. Come on, man. The, the Bengals deserve this. I don't. The, the fans Bengals deserve it. It's they damn fans that's getting on my nerves about all of this going nonsense going all right, on. All right, Stephen A. Walker. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm I'm sick and tired of the big Adam Kent, Willie Mays, Vance Way. Make sure y'all keep this same damn energy next season. But um, for me. I hate to say it. Let me get Pat Mahomes uh, in this matchup. Um, y'all just pretty much pinpointed everything as the reasons as to why uh, I do believe the um, the Chiefs will prevail. I don't believe it. The, the Chief- <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs in, in this matchup. I know. God, that damn Josh Allen, bro. I mean, Leslie Frazier, that damn Leslie Frazier. But anyway, yeah, let me get Josh Allen. That's why I said Leslie Frazier. Let me, no, let you me know get... what? You want to say damn to somebody. Damn Stephon Diggs. Well, yeah, he was a no-call, no-show yesterday. That oh, man. He didn't need to. But, man, he could have. Gabriel Davis was going hammer. Golly, you, you he sure right. did. You're right, Daniel, but. But man, give me something. Just give me a little bit of something. One though. catch for seven yards. You literally stood out there at the AFC Championship game last year, watched him celebrate like you want to do something next year if you got another chance. You had the chance, and small oh, man, so, one yeah, for seven. I, I think the Bengals had a, had a had a phenomenal season, had a great season, but I think this is where it really stops for them. I think that the playoff situation is just going to be a little bit too much for them. Joe Burrow. Um, that offensive line is not going to be able to protect them. Not to say that Kansas City Chiefs have just have this relentless pass rush, but I think it will be enough to get Joe Burrow off his spots. Um, Jamar Chase, like I said, depends on what the situation is with Honey Badger. Um, but let me get the Chiefs in this matchup. I, let me get let me get a high scoring matchup. Let me get 31-27 again. Yeah, let me get 31-27. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Bengals have a chance if – they successfully run the ball, which you can yeah. get, even the Bills can run on them. Uh, because yeah, um, I know they got Sam Hubbard. You're not getting to Mahomes, the offensive line. They added all those pieces at the offensive line. I mean, the Bills were blitzing, they still couldn't get to him because he knows how to step up in the pocket and when to take off. So the Bengals defensive line is not gonna be a factor. Tra- Sam Hubbard's not even their best defensive end on the team. No, he's not. They got some depth, <laughs> but Trey, gonna- Trey Henderson go go off. Like Mahomes much, so I'll take the Chiefs. It's gonna be at least thirty to twenty-seven. Yeah, I I, I got a high-scoring game. I, I think the the Bengals have enough firepower 
to match the Chiefs. It's just I feel like the game is going to come down to what every game came to this weekend, which is one key defensive play in the fourth quarter. And I think the Chiefs just will be able to make that play and the Bengals just won't be able to make it. But the Chiefs, I mean, not the Chiefs, the Bengals do have a shot to win this game. It's not like the Bengals are just outmatched and outgunned and don't have no business being there. They do have a legit shot. But for me, let me get the Chiefs in this matchup. And then I don't even know why we're going to go over the NFC because I think it's pretty much – But anyways, let me get the Rams in this matchup because I just don't see the 49ers having any answers for the offensive firepower that the Rams have. Their defense is clicking, although they did, you know, well, the offense really didn't. We blew that game. I was, I was going to say, I, I was going to say the offense. I wasn't going to say y'all left the foot off the gas. It's just that Cam Akers, I don't know what was going on with him in that situation and the fumbles he got going on. But for me, Everybody knows what a Super Bowl team looks like, and the Rams just look like a Super Bowl team right now. They're clicking on offense and defense. Um, they just had a, a, a minor letdown in the fourth quarter against us, but I think it's going to kind of prepare them for the rest of the postseason on how they how to close out games. So for me, this is a Rams matchup easily. I think this is actually going to be a blowout because, I mean, if, if you're going to hold Tom Brady to three points into the fourth, to the pretty much the fourth quarter, what the hell are they going to do to Jimmy G? So ah, let me get 2018 in this matchup. 2018 Rams. Uh, hot dog, go ahead. You think the 49ers will give up 28 points? Yeah. yeah. Man, listen. Chris Jones tells us all the time. They've beat the Rams six times in a row. This 49ers defense is looking great the last two weeks of the playoffs. I hate to do this. Don't do it, hot dog. Don't do I'm it. taking the 49ers to win this game. I'm gonna pick them win 24. Uh no, hang on. But before before you get before you Go give ahead. your score, before you give your score, let me ask you this. You think Jimmy G can put up enough points on the Rams? I think Kyle Shanahan can figure out a way to take the ball out of his hands. I just I, I got a feeling. I got I got the 49ers winning this game. I mean, let me get 26-21. The only, the, only way, the only way I can see that happening is if Matthew Stafford is just struggling all game. I'm I'm just through. waiting. I'm waiting for him to have that one bad game. That one bad game. Yeah. But I, I, I'd I'd love to see the Rams win. I like that's what I'm gonna be cheering for. I'll be cheering for the Rams, but I'm picking the 49ers to win. Okay, I got you. Big Bruce, Smith Miller. I already know where you're going with this pick, but just tell me how it's gonna go down. Uh, they showed me something Sunday with y'all's defensive line. Y'all have everybody back. Um, what I've seen, honestly, like um, we were out with Whitworth, but we had our backup and Joe Noboom, which for a lot of teams he would be starting. So uh, I honestly think we probably will have Whitworth back, but hopefully we don't, honestly. Mm. I think Joe Noteboom, with his youth, and he's just better. He's improved since we've had him. I think he's more agile than Whitworth, and I think that's what we need to stop their rush because, as you see, it was hard for y'all to get pressure on us without blitzing. Mm-hmm. only time y'all got pressure is, pressure is when y'all blitz six people. I mean, when y'all blitz two people, but y'all had six people rushing. So if he's playing, I got enough faith that they slow the rush down. I don't think the 49ers are as good against the run as the Buccaneers are because I think their linebackers are all better. Besides, they do have Fred Warner. But collectively, as a unit, I think the Bucks have better linebackers. 
We literally let our foot off the gas. That's the only thing I, I don't like about the Rams. When they get started fast, they put up 20 points quick. And But then you look up and you're like, damn, we already got 23 points, but it's still two and a half. Points. I don't understand why teams let off the gas. Just keep going to the end of the game. Yeah. It makes no sense. And so they get scared. You start turning. They feel like if they be aggressive. To me, I feel like they feel like if they keep being aggressive, you're prone to an interception or a turnover. But it's just like in playing basketball. Whenever you go out there and you barely try to play, that's when you get hurt. When you oh, get hurt, you don't get hurt. So I think that they understand, especially Aaron Donald, especially Von Miller, people that have won a championship, not Aaron Donald, but Von Miller. I think now they understand what's at stake. They were that close to losing. I think the Rams win at 27-13. I'm trying to tell you, I just, I just – if. I just can't see Jimmy G going toe to toe with with Matthew Stafford. I, I just I they're can't see gonna it. do that though. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. One thing I can say about Shanahan, that's why I hate playing them because to me, it's smart for the organization to play that way because they get wins. But I like you to beat me in mano and mano. They play like hoes for lack of better t- terms. You know, they play they, like some punks. That's what yeah, you're saying. That's what I, <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they try to hide him as much as possible. Yep. And when you got uh, the best blocking fullback, probably the best fullback in check, you got the best blocking tight end in Kittle, and then you got the best blocking left tackle, you run to that side, it's almost impossible to really stop. Right. Well, so, I tell you what, they can only hide Jimmy G for so long, Daniel. They can only hide my dude for so long. This game, he's going to the, – the, the Packers game was kind of tailor-made for the 49ers, really, because it was cold, it was snowing, so it was a, it was a – a running type of uh, game, which suited what they do very, very well. So it, it kind of bowed in their favor. Nah, bro, y'all, y'all out in California for this one. Like, nah, you gonna have to toss that pill around. They ain't, they ain't, ain't gonna have it. They're not gonna have the crowd. I saw something today to where, which I'm trying to. I know somebody that works for the 49ers, so I'm trying to get some tickets. But uh, the, they're not selling tickets to that game unless you can provide a statement with your physical address on there. If not, they'll they won't let you purchase the ticket. You have to be an LA resident. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I like that though. That's, that's yeah. crazy. Keep your ass up at our stadium, basically what they saying. Yeah. They did something like that for the Bengals, didn't they? The Titans changed ticket regulations to try yeah. to yep. yep. They there was hardly did. no Bengals fans there. Yeah, they showed it. It yeah. didn't matter. I was gonna say the home court advantage, I mean the home field advantage still didn't even matter. But speaking of the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers came up short yet again in the postseason as his team, as the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers could not close out the San Francisco Jimmy Goo-Wops. So is Aaron Rodgers just an updated version of Peyton Manning? Hot dog, floor is yours. Oh, man, I'm so glad I could talk about this first. I always thought Peyton Manning is one of the, one of the more overrated quarterbacks of all time. Wow, and, uh, I mean, you going there, but go ahead, though. But man, I'm just saying, you you watch Peyton Manning his whole career. He had maybe one of the best deep threat receivers of all time, Marvin Harrison. You also had Reggie Wayne. You had Dallas Clark. Didn't always have the best offensive line. Didn't have always had the best defense. Indy did not really have ever have a great defense. So, I mean, Peyton one game. I wouldn't say most over. It's a little harsh. I'm just not a fan of his. But uh, I see. But man, I mean. Peyton Manning's the guy that got beat forty-three to eight in the Super Bowl. Not a lot of not a lot of goats get beat like that in the Super Bowl. So, 
But now the question is Aaron Rodgers and the new Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, it's looking that way. It, it's definitely looking that way. I, I you know what? When I posed this question to you guys after I sent it, I said, you know what? That's disrespectful to Peyton Manning. But man is but here's my next Manning, question though. Peyton Manning has been to what four Super Bowls and one two. Yes. He's got four MVP. So he's at least reached the Super Bowl at least four times. So that right. means, of course, obviously he's got four AFC championship. But my thing is, is who, look at his competition, who he had to go through to get his Super Bowls. He had to go through the Steelers when they were in their prime. He had to go through Tom Brady, who has seven rings at the time. He had to continuously go through that. Who is, who is Aaron Rodgers? arch nemesis that he had to go through each and every postseason to where we say okay we get it why you came up short nobody so for me Aaron <laughs> Rodgers man he Aaron Rodgers is is not that dude man it's, it's just when I did that that was disrespectful to Peyton Manning because I was like you know what Peyton Manning has done way more than Aaron Rodgers has yeah, ever but Peyton Manning I will say one thing for Aaron Rodgers Peyton Manning had a lot better weapons around him than Aaron Rodgers did. <laughs> No, hey, all, let, me, let me finish. So I told you off the, the Colts' weapons. Let's go to Denver. No, 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 no. You mean – oh, you're talking about the Denver weapons. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I I, I said that the Colts' weapons. Let's go over to the Denver side. Uh, head coach, they lost the Super Bowl with John Fox. Fox, yeah. And they won the Super Bowl with Kubiak. But, man, and also in the Colts, he had one of the better coaches of all time, your guy, Q, Tony Dungy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you would go to Denver, you – the year he threw for what, 55 touchdowns, 5,400 yards? Right. And I think that's the year they got walloped 43 to 8 in the Super Bowl. Right. By the Legion of Boom. Right. They had Eric Decker, Demarius Thomas. I think Julius Thomas had a had a great year that year. No, mm -hmm. Sean Marino ran for over 1,000 yards. I mean, Peyton Manning never lacked weapons until the mm -hmm. end of his Colts era when Marvin Harrison got uh, released and Reggie Wayne got old. But you just named three overrated receivers. Peyton Manning made those guys. They weren't anything. Uh, Tim Tebow would Tim Tebow would disagree about Demarius Thomas. Tim, Tim Tebow threw one lucky pass. I wouldn't say well, that. The guy no. had to catch it. He well, had one lucky his pass. Career was over once he didn't have Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, Demarius Thomas fell off a cliff once he didn't have Peyton Manning, and Eric Decker only lasted two more years in the league, and none of them were old. Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders. I forgot about Emmanuel Sanders. There, there you go. It's another weapon. I, I forgot the about only, him. The only legit weapon he had in them. Demarius Thomas, <laughs> but you got, but you understand who was quarterback for the Broncos after Peyton left. The talent flew off, flew, fell down so far. I never, I never said Peyton Manning's a terrible quarterback. That would be atrocious of me. Okay, so, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you, my, my bad, Daniel. So let me ask you this. You said Peyton Manning had all these weapons, but look at the teams he had to go through. So you need those weapons. So it wasn't like his teams were always favored and dominant and they just beat lesser competition. Seemed like every year he had to go through. It was either one of the two. It was either the Steelers or the Patriots he had to go through. Let's not forget that year in between he threw for all them yards and touchdowns and they went to the, they won the Super Bowl. He got put out by Andrew Luck and the Colts. Mm-hmm. 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 Come on now. Okay, I got you. But Aaron Rodgers just got put out by Jimmy G. Good. I like it. So so who so who's the worst who's the worst opponent? Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Peyton Manning's a better quarterback. I'll take oh. Peyton Manning over Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. Okay. I, that's right. I'll go with that. Okay. Big groove. Big groove, man. Is is Aaron yeah. Rodgers. 
just another Peyton Manning or is he somewhere down all further down the line? Because I'm sick and tired of Stephen A. Smith calling him a bad man. Well, he, he renounced that today. Oh, did he? Okay. I he renounced watching. that today. Okay. okay. I'm glad because Aaron Rodgers is just not that guy. But, Brew, go ahead. Give me your take, man, on Aaron Rodgers. Is he, is he overrated, bro? He – I've taken up for Aaron Rodgers for years because if he played in New England or even if he played for the Buccaneers, I think he would win more Super Bowls. Buccaneers, they probably would have won back-to-back. But uh, you can't blame it on weapons. Now, now he does need an extra weapon. But, I mean, they went the weapons route. He had Greg Jennings. He had Donald Driver. He had uh, the original Cooper Cup. Uh, Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Randall, Randall Cobb. He had Jimmy Graham. He had Jermichael Finley. He had uh, Eddie Lacy before he gained all that weight. I'm not gonna claim. I'm not gonna count that guy. <laughs> he ran for 1,300 yards his rookie year. You got to give him some credit. Never did it again. <laughs> right. He found the buffet, bro. Yeah. So I mean, he had weapons, and he didn't get it done. Then he got it done once, but he had those weapons for years. I got. I got a question though. So here's my next question: Is it is it still Mike McCarthy's fault? No, because now they have a – he has no excuse. They are lacking offensive receivers, but this is the best defense they've had. Absolutely. That I can think of because when they won the Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl, but when they won the Super Bowl, they didn't have a great defense. They it, just, it was good, but it wasn't great. They got a lot of turnovers. That was how they won all their games. Just like on the Saints one, they got a lot of turnovers. That defense you, you think about this defense now. This defense now is elite. They only gave up six points Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, what more could you do? So you, so if your defense is only giving up six points, whose fault is it that you lost that game? It's Aaron Rodgers' fault. Yeah. Okay. If we scored 13 – oh, no, my bad. If we scored 10 points at home, when I come on this show, I probably won't even want to talk about it because I know that it's going to be Matthew Stafford in the offense's fault. You scored 10 points and you average 30. Uh, D, they scored – they scored three points in the last 53 minutes yeah. and 25 seconds of that game. Yep. They scored their first, they scored a touchdown the first five minutes and 20 and 35 seconds. And I get it. He That's didn't terrible. His receivers. That's You've trash. been doing the Lazar all game, but when he drops a pass, you don't want to go back to him. They doubling, they doubling uh Devontae Adams. Devontae, and then you just want to throw to Aaron Jones. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't run the ball more. Because the backup running back, he's finally starting to look like they was a good Yeah, A.J. Dillon's nice. So I would have just ran the ball if you couldn't complete any passes. But, so, so no, the, I'm not, he's not better than Peyton Manning. He's not on Peyton Manning's level. Talent-wise, he's probably the most talented quarterback I've seen besides Patrick Mahomes. Of course, I like Josh Allen. I think Peyton Manning is the uh, smartest quarterback of all time. Dan Marino is my guy, too, the guy that never won a Super Bowl, but probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, easily probably top three all time. He's the greatest quarterback to never win one for sure. But when you posted that, I almost went, and I said, I'm going to save it for the show because that was so disrespectful to Peyton. <laughs> I, I didn't think about I didn't it until I, I posted it. Like, I was like, that's kind of disrespectful to, to say that because Peyton Manning got two rings, Aaron Rodgers. I was like, man, you know what? I'm my bad. I shouldn't even did that shit. That Saints team was like the team of destiny. You know, they finally got their football back after Katrina. It was like two years after they finally got football back in, the, you know, the real arena. That was just a team of destiny. Drew Brees is my GOAT. I don't care what y'all say. So, Drew Brees so is my the guy. ironic part is, is that 
the thing for Aaron Rodgers has been, I, I would say, for the past 10 seasons, oh, man, if Aaron Rodgers just had a defense, if Aaron Rodgers just had a defense, and the ironic part is he got a defense, and now he's the reason why they can't win And the, the defense is the only reason they were in the game. And the defense is the reason why they man, were in the game. come on. The they got Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander back, and they still could win. <laughs> Where is where's where's Legends? Where he his knew, daddy at? He knew better. That's why he ain't come over here. He knew better. Yeah, he knew. That was a hell of a play on that punt block, though. That was nice. Yeah, and you was. notice everybody in the stadium, play, players, coaches, fans included, they were all looking up where that ball at because nobody knew where the ball went. It took a weird hop. It went way. I, it, it they were looking short. over here, but it was over here, and that luckily the 49ers players were over there. Man, and that's all. And that's that's all she wrote. That's all Jimmy G needed. Man, that's I, I wasn't even watching the game. Needed. Like. I had, I had a hot date. I had a hot date Saturday night, and I didn't even watch the games. I was so convinced it was going to be a blowout. Like I'm telling you, I thought the Packers were going to win. I think I predicted like two touchdowns. And and my brother-in-law texted, "Man, are you watching this?" I said, "Watching what? I know you ain't talking about the game." He said, "The 49ers won." I said, "Excuse me," and I turned on the TV. Sorry, busting out laughing. I said, "I can't believe what we're. I can't believe this." Man, I don't think nobody could believe. I think that was the one matchup all weekend where pretty much ninety-eight percent of people outside of San Francisco had the Packers winning, and here, here we are. But anyways, speaking of San Francisco, Green Bay, and things of that nature, we have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks who the offseason is uncertain for the both of them. We're talking about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. So, hot dog, what do you think is next for these two Hall of Fame QBs? Ooh, well. Well, Brady's contract's up, that's correct. Right. I heard him and Giselle are having marital problems. Giselle wants him to hang it up. Tom don't. He's addicted to the game. He's addicted to competition. He's just addicted. But man, what do you got left to prove, Tom? You got seven rings. Yeah, eight. No, seven. You, sure? you got six with Patriots and one with y'all. Okay. Am I right, D? They won six of nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you got seven rings. What more you got left to prove? Come on, Tom. You got a hot wife at home, man. Stay home. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, man? I say Tom retires. Aaron Rodgers' contract's up as well. I predict Aaron Rodgers goes to another team. I don't know what team that's going to be. He does say he does not want to be part of a rebuilding project. Which, in my oh, opinion, the Packers good. are not a rebuilding project. They got their defense. They just need to go out and draft a receiver. They went. They drafted a receiver in the draft, but Amari Rodgers ain't it. <laughs> I think the I think the Packers will be okay if um, if he didn't lose Tanya. Yeah, because I know he liked Tanya. When he lost Tanya, I think his smile left him a little bit because that's I think that's his favorite target besides Devonte Adams. I think yeah. if they would have had Tanya the other night, I think they would have won honestly. But uh, I think Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else. I'm not sure where. I haven't even thought to think about that. But, uh, yeah, I think one retires and one leaves. Either way, both teams looking for another quarterback. Um, I think I do think Aaron Rodgers – because, for one, they got to re-sign Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I just don't think they got enough money to do, to re-sign both of them. I, I can't wait for this Jordan Love experiment because it is going to crash and burn. Unless they do some serious, you know, reconstruction of contracts, it's, it's not they, – They're not, not, they're not in good shape money-wise. Yeah, you're not gonna sign both. So one of them's got to go, or one of them's got to take a hometown discount. I both got to take a hometown discount. It just depends nah. on their level of what they want to do in Green Bay, how they feel the organization moving forward. But neither, but both of them have have already came out and expressed their 
the organization. Freddie, I think next season is his farewell tour. Um, I think he hangs it up after next season. Also, we have a lot of the same issues going on Green Bay. Um, a lot of our guys came back on one-year deals just to see if they could run it back. Um, a lot of them took a, a, a hometown discount to come back again this season. Chris Godwin is going to be a free agent. I know he tore his ACL, so we're going to have to pay him or let him walk. Um, Sue, I don't know if he's coming back. Um, Levante David, I think he signed a two-year deal. JPP, I think his deal is up. Uh, we got a we got a whole lot of holes that we need to fill that I don't think we'll have a lot a lot of money for. So if we do, we have to go the veteran route. But for me, Brady comes back for his farewell tour because I think he deserves that. I think he deserves for all of these fans to see him play one more time. Yeah, one more time. Like okay, we know this is the last time we're gonna see this guy. So I think next season is this farewell tour. Um, as far as Aaron Rodgers, I think there's only really. Unless there's like some serious shakeups in, in the NFL offseason, there's really only two teams I think Aaron Rodgers can go to, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos. Um, because every other championship contending team is already set at quarterback and isn't missing that quarterback. We ain't, we ain't Francisco, set. We the ain't San Francisco set. 49ers, they we have Trey set. Lance and Jimmy G, but I don't think they made all them trades to get you know Trey Lance only to have him set again behind Aaron Rodgers. Right, I, have to, I mean, I have so to I, agree with that. So I don't see him going there. So to me, the two teams for Aaron Rodgers to, to consider would be Denver and Pittsburgh. But I agree with you, Hot Dog. Aaron Rodgers will not be in the package uniform nah, next season. Nah. Big Brew, what's your thoughts? What's what's next for these two legends? Well, he's got like a little clause where he could potentially get out of his contract this year, but they still owe him money. So okay. I, he'll, be, he'll be in Green Bay next year because he signed, a, I think it was four-year, $134 million in 2018. Okay. If they cut him, if they, if he signed that deal in 2018, 2021 was his was was his fourth year. No, he still got 26 million. Oh, 26 million. Uh, they have to pay him. He's got like a 16 million dollar signing bonus. He's got like three million for something else. Five hundred thousand for a workout. It ends up being like 46 million dollars. Jesus, if they, man. If they cut him. They save about twenty million dollars, but they still have a twenty-six million dollar cap hit. Right, you're so right. So he'll be there unless they trade him. That's the only way he'll be gone is if they trade him. So I think he'll be there because I can't see them trading him. I think they'll do something like <laughs> Deshaun Watson or something. They ain't gonna trade that man, not to a contender anyway. He don't want to go to a rebuilding situation. So I think he'll be there. Man, I was just I was looking at what you just said. It said cutting or trading Rogers would result in a dead cap hit of twenty six point eight million, but it would also free up nineteen point nine million in cap space. Yeah, so yeah, I don't see. Yeah, and then that you say that a dead cap hit of twenty six. Yeah, I didn't I know see. all that. I really thought his contract was up after this. I year. thought it was too, but then looking further into it, yeah, I don't see the. Uh, so it looks like Devontae Adams might be out of there. Well, we got, we got, we, uh, you know, we'll trade Chris, we'll do a straight up trade. We'll trade Chris Godwin for Devontae Adams. How about Stop that? Stop it. How, how about that? We'll, we'll yeah, with, uh, with Blaine Gabbert at your quarterback position. Hey, don't worry about that. James is coming back. Hey, I got Kyle Trask. Oh, I like Kyle Trask. <laughs> not oh, for this, college. not for this team. We don't. Hey, this is one of them teams. It don't really matter. If you're a halfway decent quarterback, you can, you can score points. 
know about that. But anyways, let's talk about the defensive meltdown that took place in yesterday's, both of yesterday's games by Leslie Frazier and Ty Bowles. So I'm going to ask you guys, which defensive coordinator had the worst play call at the end of the game, Ty Bowles or Leslie Frazier? For me, it was Ty Bowles. Why the hell are we blitzing? And you got it. Antonio Winfield one-on-one with Cooper Cup, who is the NFL triple crown winner. What are we doing, guys? Like, I don't I don't understand this. So for me, it was Ty Bowles. I know you you live by the blitz, you die by the blitz, but bro, you got to pick and choose your spots. And at that spot was not the time for you to be trying to prove a point. So for me, it was Ty Bowles. Who, who had the worst of the late game blunders as far as defensively. I wish Ty Bowles did not blitz. I wish he did just stay back, play prevent defense, and make Matthew Stafford go down the field. And if he didn't win down the field and kick a field goal, so be it. But I'd be goddamn. Was it a 30 yard pass, uh, Daniel? Shit, hell no. Nah. I was about. 45 40 it was long okay so we gave up a 45 yard pass on one goddamn play instead matt stafford put everything he had in that pass like he he reached back put his back into it and let it go right before he got hit too yeah he but let it go he man. He let cooper, it cup, cooper cup had what at least a two yard gap on winfield so i mean oh he, had, he had time to catch up to it. i'm like bro what are we doing bro? Man, that was horrible like to be fair Antoine Winfield is y'all best secondary player, in my opinion. You know what? And he needs to be back there. You know what I'm saying? You don't I need mean, to be back there. With I, have to, I have to say, if you're going to ask one man back there to try to cover Cooper Cup on a game winning decision, like if you have, if the tall ball is like, all right, I trust you, looking at his secondary, I'm picking Antoine Winfield. But man, that's just, that was the wrong guy back there. If it was OBJ, no. I think Antoine Winfield had a chance. But Cooper Cup is the baddest white boy in the game. Hell no. If it was OBJ, that was to the house. You think so? Yeah, because he would he would have outran Winfield, but Winfield, Winfield caught up to Cup. But um, nah, like, Cooper Cup, my guy. Man, I, I was so disappointed, Daniel. I was out. I, I was so frustrated, bro. I was like, how the hell we go through all of that just to give up that? Like we lose on that. The like, Rams tried to give y'all that game though. Like really, like we went through all of this just to to give up that. Uh, I told like, you, I've been there. Number four in Zeke's rookie year, we were down big to the Packers. Came back and tied it. Gave up that long pass to Jared Cook on the sideline. I know what it's like. You were there this year. You, and then you caught a quarterback draw from the 35-yard <laughs> Man, I don't know who did that. That's ridiculous. Somebody I mean, got somebody got to go. Daniel, soon as Cooper Cup caught the ball, I kid you not, I just turned TV off, bro. I'm, I'm not watching. You this. knew what was happening. I, for what? I know the end result. They're not yeah. great missing. Hey, man, I don't know what that kicker name is. Matt Gay. That ball was right there, right in the corner. Like he may be nervous for a second, like oh, I ain't going, but then it curved back and went in. I, was like, bro, I know, I know how this story ends, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so, so, anyways, for me, it was Ty Bowles calling a blitz on that play. They gave up a forty-five yard touchdown pass to Cooper Cup, the NFL triple. Anybody but him, anybody, right? Because Cooper Cup don't drop nothing. Anybody but him, uh Jefferson. I, I don't care. It, 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 whoever, I don't care. Just anybody but him, bro. Right. It ended up being him. Man. But anyways, I know who you got, bro. Yeah, Daniel Dog. Uh, I gotta I gotta go top bowls. Yeah. I, I think the I think the issue with Leslie Frazier is that <laughs> the Chiefs got the human cheat code in the cheetah. I'm like, you, you can't do nothing with that. It, that, ain't, that ain't really Leslie Frazier's fault. That's just that's just better play by Tyreek Hill. So it's definitely Todd Bowles in this situation. 
Hold on, hold on, uh, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, before you continue, I'm not to cut you out. I, the reason why I don't blame Leslie Frazier is because at the press conference, um, Travis Kelsey said that whatever the play was called, he was not running that route. So basically, he was out there freelancing. So right. once you got a, a wide receiver slash tight end out there freelancing, nothing Leslie, Leslie Frazier can do about that because he called the defense. It's just that Travis Kelsey just went wherever he wanted to go, and then you seen the end result. So that's why I really don't bring Leslie, blame Leslie Frazier because the Chiefs already had up in their mind what they were going to do, which is break off the route and just do their own damn thing. That's what I'm and saying, move. man. That, I don't really think that's Leslie Frazier's fault. It's just, I, I mean, it's just it's just it's the cheetah. You left the safety alone against the number one receiver in the league. That's Leslie Frazier's fault. But no, I'm talking about Todd. No, I'm talking about Todd Bowles. I mean, no, you talk, I thought you were talking about Tyreek Hill. They left him. No, 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 no. I, I was still talking. I'm sorry. I was saying I don't blame Leslie Frazier for that. I'm just. It's like he just said they're like freelancing, and then you get cheated out in a little bit of space. Nobody's catching him. That's a totally different play, though. But I'll, no. I'll do that when it's my turn. Y'all keep going. No, go ahead. No, I, was, I was just proving. I was just saying why I believe that Todd Bowles is the bigger villain here than Leslie Frazier. Because it was two plays. Well, actually, they they only needed two plays really to get on the half on on the side of the field, and it was Tyreek Hill, and then it was Travis Kelsey, and then pretty much it was a wrap after that. It was four, four plays. plays in that game. Four in that game. I'm going with a tie. I could be a little biased because they cost me a little over a thousand dollars. But uh, literally them, because I got every game right until them, and all they had to do was only lose by three points, but they lost by six. Damn. But anyway, uh, so two things: one, in a, in a key game situation, you're in the fourth quarter when you're in the last three minutes. He's been killing you all game. Same thing they should have did with Gabriel Davis, but it's Gabriel Davis. You can't really do it. Yeah, like where did that come from, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. The year last year, Gabriel Davis did have like twelve touchdowns, so he ain't a scrub. But uh, it was hard for them to double Gabriel Davis because then when you double Gabriel, da Gabriel Davis, then you got Diggs and you got Sanders. Cole easily had a solid game too. You have Kelsey and you literally have Hill. Teams usually take Hill away. See if Kelsey can beat him. My point is, okay, so that happens. Then they give up. They have a miscommunication against uh, my guy from Miko Hardman from Georgia. That happens. But regardless, so you got to answer the last 13 seconds of the game. 13 seconds. I'm not going to blame this on Leslie Frazier because he's not the special teams coordinator. The first thing you do is you squib kick. That takes three to four seconds off the clock. So then they only have 10 or nine. They got the 25-yard line. They probably make Let's say they get to the 30. You still need to get to the 40 at least to have a reasonable field goal. Yes. So they have nine seconds, 10 seconds. He came out. He had three down line. No, my bad. He came out in a pre-bit defense initially. He came out in the prevent defense, which automatically gave them 20 yards. That's a horrible defense. That costs so many teams games, prevent defense. Cool. They got 20 yards. They was about at the almost at the 50. The next time, Leslie Frazier calls a defense with a three-down lineman front, but he sends a delayed blitzer. But he sends a pointless delayed blitzer because he doesn't pressure. He just runs up to the line of scrimmage and then spies the quarterback. Why would you spot a quarterback with eight seconds left on the clock? No, and he ain't going to take off and run. <laughs> if he wants to do what Dak Prescott did, let him Have at it. Have at it. Because if you come out with a three-down lineman front, that means you have eight people in coverage. You can double Kelsey, double Tyreek Hill. You can man up on the next two receivers with safety help. There's no way they're going to complete nothing. 
That's why I'm blaming Ledley Frazier. That's one of the stupidest play calls I've ever seen in my life. I will I will say one thing for Leslie Frazier. My Dallas Cowboys five years ago were playing the Chiefs. And I don't know if you remember this. It was right before half. The Cowboys were playing prevent defense, keep them out of the end zone. And they dumped it off to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill literally ran around every Cowboy on that team and scored a touchdown. That's why you don't play prevent defense. Especially on, on this, this team. Now oh, you go man. to Todd Bowles. I'm going to give Todd Bowles like a 2% excuse. I think it was Devin White. Y'all were supposed to rush four linemen and three linebackers. But instead, y'all only rushed two linebackers because I believe it was Devin White. He acted like he was going to blitz, but then he like he forgot the player. He was confused. He literally just stood there. He was literally like basically a fan. He didn't do anything. He didn't guard anybody. He didn't rush. He just stood in the middle of the field. So <laughs> if y'all would have rushed that extra man, y'all would have sacked Matthew Stafford. But because you didn't, he had enough time to get that pass to Cooper Cup. I thought we well, did. Get him. Bowles, it was Devin White. I thought we I, did. I thought we did. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a cue on that one. I thought to God that he, he I thought got we, we had collapsed the pocket, and I was like, oh, we got his ass now. And then all of a sudden, I see this blue jersey and this white arm come up out of nowhere and shoot this ball up. And I was like, man, here we go. And I leave that angle. You'll huh? see two linebackers come. Devin White takes two steps forward. Then he just stays there and does nothing. And that gave enough time for Matthew Stafford to get that pass off. I was like, my God, that's out of man. Man, I, I told I told Hot Dog, you know what? If we would have lost 27 to 3, I'd have been pissed. But the fact that we came back and only lost by a field goal, I'm upset, but I'm like, okay, I live with that. Like, you know, 27 to 3 came back. Well, all right. But if we would have lost 27 to 3, wasn't gonna be no show today. I can tell you that right now. I want to give McVeigh credit for that though, because every time y'all blitzed, y'all always brought the two outside linebackers, and every time y'all did that. Y'all brought y'all safety within eight yards of the line of scrimmage. And he didn't call no deep shot like that the whole game, like straight directly at the safety coming up until that play. He went ahead and did it. That's why when y'all tied it up, I was a little worried, but I wasn't because we had about 50 seconds left. And I knew that was enough for three completions at least. And then and more of now, nah, ain't no more victory. We took an L. Ain't, ain't no, I'm just saying, as far as like being upset, I would have been more, even more upset if we lost 27 to three because we. You lose 27-3, you just got your ass handed to you, bro. Like, ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. But to come back and only lose by three, hey, it is what it is. We still took an L, but I ain't as upset about, you know, taking that L like we did. But anyways, quick hitters for tonight. Uh, I was going to say rank the remaining four quarterbacks. I want to bring up something before you get started. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hot Dog. Why is it the Rams did not have to need the referee to spot the ball, but the Cowboys did? I need to go back and watch that play. I didn't go back and watch it. I was when I saw Cooper Cup, he ran his route. That's one thing he does good. He ran his route like almost like he's trying to run you over because that way you really can adjust to his passion because you don't want to touch him because it's a penalty. Right. So once I saw that, I was so hyped. I would just like hurry up and spike the ball. I didn't look for no referees or nothing. <laughs> Dean, there was no referee in sight. Yeah, I I believe you. Because if it was no referee in that Cowboys game, Dak would have had a good two seconds to spike that ball. Yeah, for sure. Now, D, I got to ask you this before we go to this quick hitter. When are you going to celebrate? Are you waiting till y'all get to the Super Bowl before you say something? Or what? Because you've you been mild. You've been calm. I know it's inside of you. I know it's bursting out. So when are you going to say something? Are you going to wait till y'all get to the Super Bowl? 
Man, I'm a real big person. I celebrate championships. I don't celebrate more victories. Okay. I mean, conference check. When we beat the 49ers, I will be hyped because okay. we've there were some games where we didn't have an offensive line. We couldn't win. We literally tricked the last game. We let our foot off the pedal. I don't see us doing that this time. And I, I get to talk to Chris Jones. <laughs> let me tell you something. If y'all win this game, you better be on Chris Jones. You, you better let him have it. Because y'all been going at it the past, I would say the past week. I say well, last two weeks. I laugh. I mean, he's talking about Matt Stafford ain't a winner. I said he finally played for a winning organization. Let's see. Right. Who he Only quarterback that outplayed him in the postseason so far is Josh Allen. Yeah, man. <laughs> but anyways, uh, like I said earlier, uh, the quick hitter was ranked the remaining four quarterbacks. But I'm gonna just say rank the remaining three because Jimmy Guwap, everybody's gonna have him last. Yeah, he's he definitely, number, he definitely number four. Yeah, so rank the remaining three quarterbacks that are currently playing in the playoffs. For me, I'm gonna go Pat Mahomes. Uh, Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. Hot dog, what you got? As in, we living right now. Right now. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, and that doo doo over in uh, San Fran. That guy. I, I feel like the, the Joe Burrow. Let me ask you this, Daniel. Do you think that y'all would be where y'all at if y'all had Joe Burrow at y'all quarterback? Uh... I don't – this is what I don't – I don't – Jamar Chase is a different animal. Like, Cooper okay. Cup is a great route runner. He's a little athletic. He's nowhere near Jamar Chase. So, I don't think that Joe Burrow could have did with Cooper Cup what Matthew Stafford did. I think Matthew Stafford could have did with Jamar Chase what Joe Burrow did. Okay. So, I would say we would be a little worse, but not much. Uh, Joe Burrow, he throws a lot of turnovers too. Matthew Stafford does as well. Um, so that play is about equal going forward from this year forward. The Joe Burrow will probably be better, but for right now, I got Matthew Stafford at two. There's no way I'm saying he's number one over Mahomes. But man, uh, poor Joe is running for his life. Is this can we rank offensive line nah. for, the, for the teams <laughs> for the rest of the playoffs? Because Joe Burrow oh, easily got the worst offensive line left in the team. Oh, in the yeah, he is. He does have the worst. Yeah, he's he probably be the worst. Uh, Chiefs would be number one. I probably would say the 49ers are probably two over us. Probably. Yeah, I think 49ers got a solid offensive line. Yeah, okay. we're probably number three out of these. I, I, got, I got another one that just popped in my head before we end. Rank the best running uh, wide receivers, the top four wide receivers playing right now. Rank them. Man, we might as well just go through the whole list. We got time. Shit, we got a couple hard. minutes. That's hard. I ain't going to lie to you. You, you, got, you got Jamar. You got Cooper. You got Tyreek Hill. We we'll, we even throw Kelsey and Kittle in the mix, you know. Count them as receivers. I mean, don't forget Debo. Don't forget Debo Samuel. Daniels. Yeah. I need clarity. Do you mean receiving wise, or do you mean as just weapons? Receiving wise. That's why I threw Kittle okay. and, and Kelsey in there. Uh, okay. If you're saying receiving wise, I mean, I think Cup's complete. Uh, the only other person that is in left that's com as complete as Cup is Kelsey to me. I like I mean, Kittle too. Don't get me wrong, but Kittle's kind of inconsistent. He's a dog though, blocking. Yeah. I think I would probably go Cup then Kittle, and I mean Cup then Kelsey. Weapons. Tyreek Hill's a muff, <laughs> and Debo is Debo is crazy, bro. Damn, yeah. you ain't got Jamar Chase in there. Jamar Chase is, but Jamar, ah, uh, they just 
he's a dog. But don't get me wrong. He's a dog. But I just don't like how he can fade away in a game sometimes. It's like, why y'all going away from this man? Do it. Matthew Stafford does a Cooper Cup. Keep giving him the ball. Just keep right. Hey, Jamar Chase toasted the Chiefs a few weeks ago. Yeah. He had over 200. I expect yeah, at least get a buck. I, I at least Jamar Chase get at least a buck fifty two touchdowns. What about you, high dog? Rank rank the the best five receivers. Man, right number here. number one to me is Cooper Cup. That man can do whatever you need him to do. It does not matter. The only thing Cooper Cup can't do is body somebody. That's about the only thing he cannot do. And he's because he he's small. He's a smaller receiver. But man, Cooper Cup number one to me. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go Travis Kelsey. Uh, Travis Kelsey always comes up big in big games. Um, number three, I'm gonna go uh, Tyreek Hill. The man's just dangerous. Peace. And number four, I'm going to go Jamar Chase. I personally would probably go – It's if I feel like I'm disrespecting Tyreek Hill by putting Jamar Chase in front of Tyreek Hill, but I'm doing it because Jamar Chase's route tree is a lot better than Tyreek Hill. That's what I was about to ask you. Do yeah. you feel like Jamar Chase is a more complete receiver than Tyreek Hill? Yes. He's definitely a more complete receiver than Tyreek Hill, but, man, it's just – but it's just – it's crazy that a guy really can only run four routes and he can get 18 touchdowns in a season. That's it's stupid, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, slant for 80 yards. It's like – You what? can't catch him. Yeah, what, what can you do with that? What, was Andy Reid the only dude that, that recruited this guy? That, like, scouted him out of college? He had a little trouble. Like, I was going to say, didn't he have trouble coming out of college? And you know, I think a lot of teams back a lot of those guys that had those domestic troubles around that. It was like 2010 to 2016. It just seemed like every dope player has some type of domestic scandal going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now that's, that sounds about right, man. But for me, I'm right there with y'all. Let me get Cooper Cup one. Let me get Mike Evans two. I don't care, bro. He's still playing to me. Uh, let me see. <laughs> now, let me get, get Coop, let me get Coop one, Kelsey two. Let me get Jamar Chase three, man. I just think Jamar Chase – is is as far as like receiving wise, he's right there with Cooper Cup. I mean, I feel like he can do, he can run every every route on the tree. He can take a, a slant to the house like Cooper Cup can. So let me get Cup, Kelsey, Jamar Chase, and then let me get Tyreek Hill. Yeah, let me. Yeah, That's a, it's hard for I don't even I don't even know who I can put it for because I cannot leave Debo out. That guy right there is cheap. He's he's just a Swiss Army knife. He just does everything. Backfield is cheap. Plus, he runs like he thinks he's a car. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to me. He's the real life Debo from Friday. He he is, man. Debo Senior out of South Carolina, man. Kyle Shanahan, he got him one with that. But anyways, we appreciate everybody who tuned in for another great show of Beyond the Game. If you can, please hit that share button for us. If you can hit that share button, hit that subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you got time to sit in front of your own house or sit inside of your house on the couch, Download the Beyond the Game app on Amazon Fire Stick. Sit down and check us out on there. If you can't sit down and watch the shows, make sure you listen to the shows on all major podcast streaming platforms. So we everywhere. Before we go, uh, Adam Kent said, uh, let me hear a who day. Yeah, I got who one day? for you. Hell no. So we go. Who we day? Like Super Bowl, bam. <laughs> Adam Kent, like if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I'm jumping in the Ohio River. Hey, there, there it is. We got it on rack, man. We get ready to get on up out of here, man. Appreciate everybody who tuned in. And as always, man, we want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We got this thing, y'all. Peace. Peace.